Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Companion Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Lone Silver! Dan Reed was riding north to meet the Lone Ranger in Tonto. It had been a lonely ride across barren country. He welcomed the chance to swap a few words with the man he saw dismounted by a water hole. Hi there. Is the water free? Freeze air, son. Dip in. Invite your horse to do the same. Thanks. There you are, Victor. Go to it, boy. You're having dusty travel. Sure have. I guess I'll take my shirt off and see if I can get rid of a few layers of dust. Hey, you, you dropped something out of your pocket. Oh, thanks. Handbill, huh? It's an old one. Jake Feeney. I've heard of him. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Well, I was just looking at this handbill you dropped. Didn't Jake Feeney stick up the Butterfield stage a few years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought so. And the law got him. I remember hearing about his trial. Yes, he was supposed to have stolen a pile of cash. Supposed to have. Found guilty, wasn't he? Yes. He was easy for the people on the stage to identify because he was so small. Well, according to this handbill, he weighed about half what I do. 
A hundred pounds. You better get your shirt on. Son is bad. Uh -huh. Why did you say that Feeney was supposed to have stolen that cash? Well, the cash wasn't found. Feeney never admitted that he stole it. Say, uh, he ain't a friend of yours, is he? Golly, no. I, I never saw him. Say, you haven't met anyone around here that would fit the description of him, have you? No, why? Well, he's out of jail now. Oh, is he? Yeah. My friends are on the lookout for him. You see, the law figured that Feeney had hidden the money before he was captured. Mm, sounds reasonable. When he was turned out of jail, a marshal was supposed to keep track of him in case he went to get the money. That was a smart idea. One of your friends is a marshal. No, uh, the marshal was killed. That's bad. Murder? Could have been. It could have been an accident. He was hit by a rock that came down the side of the mountain. Say, uh, <laughs> you ain't trying to pick up where the marshal left off, are you? No, but my friend. Your friends are? I... I guess I shouldn't say anymore. Come on, Victor, we've got a shove on. Son, it was good to talk to you. Hope your friends make out all right. Thanks. Steady, boy. Goodbye. Goodbye. Come on, Victor. Doggone lucky I met that sprout. I gotta tell something to Jake Feeney now. Come here, you. Steady. Get up. Shut up, Feeney, and listen to me. Well, you shouldn't ride that way. I was standing right there. You blame me or run me down. You'll be run down another way if you ain't careful, Feeney. What are you talking about? That marshal was found. Yeah? Well, that's bad. It means that someone else is on your trail. All that doggone tough luck. I figured no one would know the marshal was dead until after we got to that cash. Well, the cards didn't fall that way, Feeney. You got to stay out of sight. That's all there is to it. Hang it all. A fortune in cash waiting. Now, here's what you got to do. You got to trust me. I wouldn't trust my own father with so much cash is involved. You ought to know you can trust me. Didn't I do all right in pulling strings with the right people to get your jail term cut down? Well, look here, Drake. I'll trust you part way. I'll tell you where I hid the cash. Good. But you needn't get double cross ideas. You never find the money without me. I'm not thinking about a double cross, Feeney. Now don't talk like that. Just warn you. That's all. Now look. Where's the cash? I hid it. In an old abandoned building. Well, then everything is easy. Where's the building? The trouble is, that place ain't abandoned now. Oh, no? You see, a new stage trail went through. It went right past that building. The place was handy, so a couple of old galoots fixed it up and set up a trading post. Hey, I know that place. There's a settlement of Cardo Indians on the east and a Comanche village on the west. Yeah, that's a place. Yeah. The old man who run it are named... Uh, Lem Barton and Hank Hawkins. I've heard of them. You know them? No, I never saw them. If any, maybe they found that cash. <laughs> well, they wouldn't find that cash in a million years. Neither would you, unless I showed you the hiding place. Well, we've got no problem, Feeney. There's no one near the trading post but Indians. The Indians ain't interested in you. All we got to do is go there and dispose of those two old men. Yeah, yeah. They'd be found dead when the next stage come through. The law would hunt for the killers and the motive. Some smart lawman might remember that I stuck up the stage near there. He might realize that the killing comes soon after I get out of jail. Oh, no. Can't take no chances in the law putting two and two together. Uh, can't we... Can't we fix it so it'll look like the work of the engine? Everyone knows those redskins are peaceful. They ain't even got rifles. I... 
What is it, Feeney? Maybe I got an idea. Good. Let's hear it. Maybe we could uh, stir up the Redskins. Huh? If we could get those two tribes sore at each other... Yeah. Drake, I'm getting the idea worked out. I think we can fix things so that post will be abandoned again. And we can fix it so the Indians will be the cause. After hours of discussion, the two men left their hiding place by night. Drake headed for the Caddo village, while Feeney, hiding his tracks, went to the Comanche. During the days that followed, each plotter carried out his part of the carefully planned program. The Lone Ranger spent a week in fruitless search. The seventh night in camp found him discussing Jake Feeney with Dan and Tonto. I wonder if he knows he's wanted by the law for questioning in connection with the marshal's death. Well, how him know it? He wouldn't be likely to unless he went into a town. He said that all the lawmen had been told to watch for him. Yes, they have. He couldn't disguise himself. He's too small. He'd be spotted in no time. You sure him not already captured? Well, the stage driver we met at sundown said he was still at large. Oh, that's right. Golly, I wonder if that man I talked to... Uh, You said he was a big man, then. Oh, he wasn't Jake Feeney. But I wonder. He might have known Jake Feeney. He might have told him. Gosh, I hope I didn't talk too much. Feeney will have to stop somewhere. He's traveling light. He'll need supplies. Hello. Uh-huh. Didn't you tell me that a new trading post had been set up a few miles south of Chief Thundercloud Village? That's right. Trading post on New States Trail. Say, I have an idea. What is it, then? There are a lot of hunters in Chief Thundercloud Village. They cover a lot of ground. Yes? Maybe some of them have seen Jake Feeney. Yeah, that's a good thought. Golly. So break camp at sunrise. While Tonto and I question the men in Thundercloud Village, you take the handbill to the trading post and make inquiries. All right. Tonto and I will join you at the trading post. I'll wait there until we arrive. Five foot, one inch tall, weight, 98 pounds. <clears throat> Little squirt, any? Yes, Mr. Barton. I never seen nothing to match this here description. Did you, Hank? No, but then that don't prove that he ain't in this vicinity, Lamb. We don't get to see many people. And that's why we'd certain sure know it if this half-road critter had been the trading post. You see, Dan, about the only ones that stop in here are the passengers on the steam. And the engines, Hank. Don't forget the engines. No, I ain't forgetting them, Dad Ratham. Huh. There's one standing outside right now. Looks like he's coming in. Oh, he'll come in, all right. A Comanche. Here he comes. Aren't you going to see what he wants? We know what he wants. Yeah. Look at him standing there, just like all the others. Go, go on. Uh-oh. He's looking at our stock of rifles and ammunition. I tell you, Lem, we're due for trouble as sure as you're born. Uh, Daniel, would you like a dozen new rifles? A dozen? And ammunition for real cheap? Well, I don't For know. nothing, we'll give them to you. Hey, now, Lem. Oh, we got in stock. Would you like them? Yeah, Lem Barton. Now, you shut up, wait. Hank. I know what I'm doing. If the engine sees someone carrying away our stock of rifles, maybe they'll leave us be when the trouble busts out. Hmm. Maybe you're right. Just look, the critter's leaving now. He just wanted to make sure the rifles are still there. Do the Indians want those rifles? You bet they do. We won't sell firearms to the Redskins. Oh. Every day there'll be half a dozen Indians here to look at them rifles. First a Comanche, and then a Cato, and then another Comanche, and then another Cato. That's the way it goes. 
Been that way for the past week. You see, Dan, we got the Cardos on the east and the Comanches on the west. Yes, I know. Seems like there's been sneaking thievery going on. Yes, and each outfit suspects the other. We got the same story from both sides. You mean the Cardos think the Comanches are stealing from them? Yes, yes, that's it. And vice versa. Huh? He means the same thing goes both ways. Sooner or later, there'll be a row between the two tribes. Then both tribes will want the rifles we got here. And when they start fighting mad, they'll come and help themselves. Why don't you hide the rifles? Isn't there a good place to hide them? Uh, Sure, we got a fine place. I tried to tell them we could put them down in the cellar. I suggested hiding them in the lamp, didn't I? That ain't a good suggestion at all. If the Indians come here fighting mad and they think we hid the rifles... Why, they'll tear the place down looking for them. I see. Best thing to do, as I see it, is let the critters take the rifles and hope for the best. We'll be lucky if we got a place left when they're through. Uh, they'll rip things wide apart anyhow, Lem. If the Cardos get here first and get the rifles, the Comanches will be sore at it. And vice versa. Oh, my sakes alive, there's another one. Uh, Chicago this time. Now watch him, Daniel. He looked the rifles over, same as the other. Counting them. Dan, how about my proposition? Do you want them rifles? Now, if the Redskins seen you towed them away, they I'll have to ask my friend in Tonto. Huh? What would, what was that last name? Tonto. Is uh is that an Indian name? Yes, Mr. Hawkins. Tonto's an Indian. Oh my. Oh, my sakes alive. What outfit is he with? Is he a Cardo or a Comanche? Neither. Right now he's with Chief Thundercloud's tribe. Who's he? Where's that tribe? They just settled north of here a few miles. You mean to say we got three tribes near us now? I guess so. Oh, woe is me. Oh, oh, Lem, there's another cardo. Yes, he looked up like he was excited. Maybe this is it. Don't go, he's mighty sure about something. Lem, we better go and see what happens. Come on, Hank. I hope one of them can tell us. Hey! Hey there, boys! Just a minute, just a minute. What's your excitement? What's happening? Well, there's trouble. Maybe big war. Now, now, boys, ain't no need for war. My sake's alive. Yeah, Lim is right. Daughter of Chief. Gone. You mean your Chief's daughter? She's gone? That's right. Chief think Comanche steal daughter of Chief. Oh, my. That's terrible. Does it mean war? We see. Chief hold big council. Now, now, look, boys, look. If there's trouble, you, you wouldn't know how to use them uh, them rifles. We'll learn. Uh, White man with him, then. Him teach. I've got to get away from here. Daniel, where are you going? I've got to ride north. Huh. What happened to him? Hank, I'm wondering what will happen to us. on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. Soon after the Lone Ranger and Tonto left Chief Thundercloud's village, they saw Dan Reed approaching. He was riding hard when he reined up breathless with excitement. Oh, sir. Oh, 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 golly, I'm glad I met you. What happened at the trading post? Why, you're not wait there. There's going to be war. War? Between the Comanches and the Cardos. Oh. 
Them not warlike Indians. Nevertheless, Tano, there's going to be a fight. There's been trouble brewing for the past week. What kind of trouble, then? Well, each of the tribes thinks the other's been sneaking around and stealing their property. I see. While I was at the post, an Indian rode up with word that the daughter of the Cato chief had been abducted. Oh? The Cados are holding a council of war. They think the girl was captured by the Comanches. Indians live in peace plenty long time, Dan. I guess the trouble began about a week ago. The old men at the trading post are mighty worried. They are? You see, they have rifles and ammunition at the post. During the past week, the Indians of both tribes have been trying to buy rifles. Indians not know how to use rifles. But there's a white man at the Cado village, Tano. He'll show them how. A white man? Dan, are you sure? That's what one of the Cados said. I wonder if... Oh, golly. Do you think it might be Jake Feeney? Feeney could have hidden there. But what about the old men at the trading post? They're scared stiff. If war breaks out, both tribes will go after those rifle posts. They'll wreck the post to get them. They might kill the old men. Yes, I know. They... I... Isn't there some way to get help to them? Yes, there is a way. The question of how much time we have. Follow me. Right. Brown Silver. <laughs> We're going back to Chief Thundercloud. Brown Silver! had sneaked away from the Indian village and followed a shallow stream to a sheltered rendezvous between high banks. Drake was there ahead of him. It's about time you showed up, Feeney. Well, I had to be careful. Had to be sure no one saw me. Well, I've carried out my part of the plans. There's the Indian girl. Oh, yeah, so I see. Figured I'd better gag her. Have any trouble getting her out of the Caddo village? I managed all right. So the Comanches will get the blame? <laughs> Wait till the chief finds the cool feather I left. The feather I brought you? Yeah. It's a slick idea for us to meet and swap things from the two villages. Are you sure the chief will recognize the feather? Sure he will. And if he don't blame the Comanches for stealing the girl, our plans will fizzle. He'll blame them. He recognized the knife I left when I sneaked out the furs. He blamed the Comanches for that, huh? Sure he did. And he blamed them for shooting the Mustang when he saw the dead horse with the Comanche arrow in its side. Good. You managed to get the Comanches sore at the Cados. Yeah. They're ready to fight. Look, Drake... You told the Indians about those rifles at the trading post, didn't you? Sure. And they got their eyes on them. Uh-huh. So have the Comanches. Well, then we can sit tight and wait for things to happen. I think our plan's a good one, Drake. As soon as the war has started, both outfits will go for the rifles. Can't miss. If the Indians don't make a wreck of the trading post, we'll finish the job. And the Indians will be blamed. And if they don't dispose of the two old men... We'll finish that job, too. What about the girl? I don't know. You said to bring her here alive. We've got to do something. We can't leave her to tell what she's learned. <laughs> Hardly. The Comanches have to be blamed for what happens to her. We'll take her with us when we go to the post. That's what I would. Drake, hear that? I hear him. War cries. This is it, Feeney. This is it. men the trading post heard the war cries. They knew what to expect, and there was little to be done by way of prevention. Close that door, Hank. Close it and pile everything we can move against it. Now hold on, ma'am. That ain't going to help. Why ain't it? Here, give me a hand for this bar. Oh, listen to me a minute. Will you close that door? No, I won't. I tell you, it won't do no good. Not a smidge of good. Redskins will smash it down or come through the windows or tear the wall down. The more we resist, the more damage we'll get. Yes, but we... Ma'am, best thing we can do is to... Toss the rifles out in front where the critters are, and they can get them without coming into the building. Dick, look at them come. Oh, my. Coming from the north. Sure they are. Well, great day, Lem. Them ain't the Cardos, and they ain't the Comanches. It's the third outfit. The one Daniel made mention of. Must be. Look, 
Look what's riding ahead of the engines. Huh? On that white horse. It's a mass man. Oh, Hank, this is awful. This is terrible. What if all three outfits come here for the rifles? Oh, dear. Uh, maybe we ought to clear out. I, I don't know what we ought to do. Just look at that critter ride. Well, I never. Clem, what do we do? If we're going to get out of here and hide, we better get getting. We can't do it, Hank. We've waited too long. The masked man sees us. He's away from us. I expect this is a finish, Hank. Dead the day we took over this place. Uh, I'd like to get the critter that told us the engines around here were friendly and peace-loving. Sakes alive. What a horse that masked man's got. Oh, Hey, Dan Reed sent me. What'd you say, Hank? Says Dan Reed sent him. Uh, the Cardo's been here yet. The Cardo's has Dan been here yet? Good. I was afraid we might be too late. Look, Whisker, take the rifles, take the ammunition, take everything. Now, listen to me a minute. Huh? Those Indians are led by Chief Thundercloud. Yes, yes, we know. They're going to help us. Help? What do you mean? They're going to surround this place. They're going to start fires and fire rifles. Oh, me. They're going to upset the furniture and pull things from the shelves. You call that helping? We'll help if it saves you from something worse. Now, come with me and do as I say. Now, she here. What happens if we don't do as you say? I'm ready to back my orders. All right, all right. Don't draw. I only ask, that's all. Wild confusion as the Indians closed in on the trading post. They clattered around the outside on horses, then rushed in. They pulled things from the shelves, upset counters, spilled the contents of many boxes and barrels to the floor. They seized the rifles and then gunfire added to the clamor. Outside the post, great bonfires were kindled. The flames leaped high over the heaped brushwood. The Indians had gone. The fires had burned down when Finney and Drake rode to the post office door. Ho, ho, ho! Still got this girl in the saddle with me, Feeney. What about her? You can carry her, can't you? She can walk. Her feet ain't tight. I'll heist her down. Yeah, I thought the whole place would be burned down. Yeah, maybe it's just as well it ain't. If it had been burned, it might be hard to get through to the cellar. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. You ready to go inside? Yep. Should I bring the girl along? Yeah, might as well. It'll save coming out to get her. Come on, miss. This way. Still gagged, ain't she? Sure. I'd like to know how the fight come out. He could have sneaked up close enough to see more of it. Yeah, it wouldn't have been smart to run the risk. If either one of those tribes spotted us, they might have suspected something. Yeah. Here's the door. Got your gun handy? Yeah. But I don't think we'll need it. If the old men were around, they'd have a light of some kind. Well, they ought to have a light. Gotta have one. Wait a minute. The floor is littered with stuff. Got a match? Yeah. I've brought a hunk of candle, too. I'll light it so we can see where we're going. Holy smoke, look at the place. <laughs> the engine sure made a mess of things, didn't they? Just like you figured. Now be careful where you step. Do you know where the stairs are? Right over here. There's a trap door to the cellar. I hope it's still there. Yeah, I see it. Right over yonder. Sure enough. I'll open it up and go down first. That'll light the way for you and the girl. All right. Get a grip on this handle. There. Does it? If you ain't forgot the hiding place of that cash. Don't worry about that. I know exactly where I put it. And there ain't a chance in a million that the old men found it. I'll send the girl down now. Right. Go on. Down them stairs. And she's obedient, if nothing else. Can I close the trap door? No, no need. Leave it open. Better take the girl's arm. We don't want her to make a break to escape. I got her. 
get that cash when we get out of here. This way. It better be enough to make all this trouble worthwhile. It'll be worthwhile, Drake. You're stopping. Well, this is where the cash is here. Where? <laughs> this candle ain't more than three feet from it right now. Would you believe that? I ain't got to be shown. Go ahead and get it. Well, you see this stone in the foundation? Of course I see it. It looks just as tight as the rest. But it ain't. Now, I just get a hole right here. It moves. It's coming. Watch your toes. Well, there's my hiding place. How do you like it? Now, set the candle down here. See if the cash is in there. It's a long reach. Is it there? Yep. Yep, I've got it. Here's the bag. That's all I've been waiting for. Hey, don't move, Finney. Drake, put that gun down. You think I'm a fool? Why should I let you have half of that cash? Why, you're double-crossing. David. Redskins will get blamed for all that happens here, won't they, Feeney? The smashing of things, the murder of the girl, and your death. You want me, Kyle? You first, Feeney, and the girl. There you are, Feeney. Who's that? What? Hank, if you make a move, I'll smash your other arm. Matt, who and Come on, men. Bring Rose for the prisoners. Come on, Hank. Come on, get the carpet. I'm coming. I'm right with you, Lim. Then, you know that man? Yes, that's the man I talked to. You? He's the one I saw at the water hole. Give me your hand, you fool cat. Release the girl, then. I just getting my knife. Sam, you and Hank can take charge of the prisoners. The reward for the recovery of the money and the capture of the marshal's murderers will more than repay the damage to your post. <laughs> we'll take care of the buzzards. We sure will. Stay with them, Dan. I'll take the girl back to her father. She can tell him the truth about her abduction. No, that rope's too tight. Now, ain't that too bad? <laughs> Maybe I don't know my own strength. Come with me, miss. I'll go back to your own people. Say, look here. Who is that masked man? A friend of ours. But how'd he, he know what? Two and two together, that's two. all. He figured someone was stirring up the redskins and asked himself why. Tell the polecat that his engine war didn't work out, Lamb. Tell him that. Make him see that he fuzzled out on his plans all the way around. <laughs> you see, uh, you critters didn't figure on Chief Thundercloud's strike. He come here, and he split up and sent half his outfit to the Cados and half to the Comanches to keep them quiet till we got the true facts. Uh, if it hadn't been for that mask, man... Listen, Feeney, if it hadn't have been for him, you'd be a dead duck right now. And the hangman would have lost a customer.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.